Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us here at the Milk Talk Podcast. I'm Jack Stroman, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Warner Williams, Goey Mbima, and Jessica Corrado-Platt. We all graduated from a private boarding school that was founded by the chocolate mogul, Milton Snavely Hershey, and his wife, Catherine. In this show, we'll be talking with some of the former students, their family members, and loved ones, in addition to former employees, teachers, and administrators who all worked there at some point in time. We'll get to hear their stories in their own words, and it's our hope and wish that you'll hear something in these stories that you can relate to, whether you went to the school or not. Enjoy. Hey, what's up, world? How you doing? This is the Milk Talk Podcast coming at you. Um, We're doing something a little unique today. Uh, This is... I don't know, maybe we'll call it the pandemic episode, the coronavirus episode. We've got some unique times that are uh, that are here right now. We're all stuck at home, and we thought this might be a good idea for us to kind of tell you where we're at, how we got to where we're at, and where we're going with this podcast. Um, I'm here with the Goey, Warner, and Jessica, as well as Joe. Here. Hi. <laughs> I'm still in my business. Everybody got jokes. You know how we are as milk. So, yeah, we wanted to talk to you, you know, um, again, tell you that, look, we're not professionals at this. We're doing the best we can. We really appreciate all the feedback you've been giving to us and, and, the, and the patience you're showing us so far. Um, the response has been fantastic on, on social media and abroad. Uh, you know, I think as you'll hear in our episodes, we're getting better as we go along. The last one that we did officially was the last two were Bob Gert and Mr. Whitman, which were fantastic interviews. And um, like I said, we're, we're all kind of getting our rhythm here on our side and creating the chemistry, uh, you know, so that we can have some success um, with this project. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. We, one of the things I wanted to talk about real quick, and then I'm going to pass it on to somebody else, is we really wanted to get these stories to everybody. Uh, I know everybody's excited to hear them, whether it was a teacher or a house parent or somebody that you knew when you was at the mill. Maybe you didn't know them. Uh, unfortunately, we just lost Pop Price and Webb, two pillars in Milton Hershey School, um, absolute pillars. And I know Pop was somebody we were hoping to get on prior to him passing, and you know, I think uh, all of us agree we want to dedicate what we're doing to them and to the people like them and how they influenced us. Um, so, again, if you'd be patient with us, we're trying to get people that are not only from our era, but younger milks that have maybe just graduated within the last 5, 10, 15 years, um, as well as older uh, folks who have been at the milk or been involved with the milk from maybe almost 100 years ago. So, you know, so along far. with it's a lot, right, V? <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So keep writing in, keep checking in, keep uh, responding, keep keep the feedback coming. Uh, this is the stuff we want to talk about. I'm gonna say one last thing, and I'm gonna pass it on. I know I let my my lady hear the last episode we did, and we got so into it that uh, she got lost because she was in the milk. So she didn't know the terms. She didn't know the people. She didn't know the buildings. And so if you're someone who is in the milk and you're listening to this podcast and, you, and you're thinking to yourself, damn, I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Hit us up. Send, send, us, a, send us a message. Send us a response. Uh, you know, ask us, and we'll try and clear that up for you. Um, you guys got any thoughts on that? Well, that's kind of like what this episode is all about. You know, is us kind of explaining some of the milk terms 
given context to what was, you know, the stories that we're sharing. So it's good that you brought that in. That's a good segue. Um, first off, what is, you know, what is a milk? Uh, milk itself, the milk is Milton Hershey's school. A milk is a student that went to Milton Hershey's school. Um, there's also faculty. There's also, uh, you know, staff. There's um, uh, um, home life. Um, house parents. Uh, house parents. There, there's, there's a bunch of people that are involved. But when we say milts, we mean the students per se. Now, uh, obviously, the staff and the uh, home life and um, coaches and all that, they're also part of the milk, but we won't really consider them milks unless they attended the school as students. That's first and foremost. Then I guess we could say um, how the milk was set up when we first went there was three different, um, um, what was it, the divisions. There was the junior division, which was kindergarten through fourth grade, and intermediate division was sixth, uh, fifth grade through eighth grade. And then the senior division was ninth grade through twelfth grade. That's the basics of the milk so far. Anybody want to take it from there? Well, I mean, I mean, let me just jump in real quick because I feel like you got so many people when you talk about milks. Like milks, I feel like yeah, it's people that went to the milk, but maybe they didn't necessarily graduate. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we still can't like you know we got because I remember people that left in like eleventh grade. That were there from junior division. That doesn't stop them from being built. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think if you attended the school as a student at all, you can get right. a milk. Right. Or if you were a teacher or a house parent that was there forever, I'm not going to tell them they're not milks or as, as much a part of the story as anybody else. I don't know. I just don't refer to them as milk. plaid pants against your will at any point. You uh, <laughs> milk, probably. No, no, no. Oh, they were definitely a part. Like, like you said, Pop Price and um, Webb. They're definitely part of the Milton Hershey school experience. I just personally, myself, don't consider them mills per se, but they do have as much root. I mean, you know, their roots are just as deep in Milton Hershey. I just don't myself consider to call them mills. I don't. I would never. I would only call Mr. Waller a milk because he was a student. He went. Yeah. You know, um, Pop Price was a milk because he was a student there. Um, but that takes nothing away from Webb, who wasn't a student there, but still has deep roots there. I just don't consider him a milk per se. I would call I usually, him faculty or I usually uh, refer to them as coach. honorary milks. Um, that's just me personally. So if if you if they weren't a student per se, uh-huh. then I, I look at them as honorary milks. Somebody who was a house house parent. Um, who who are uh, man. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm missing Galloway. the name of the house. Say again? You said, oh, because I was just throwing out another name, Mr. Galloway. Like, I would Good consider example. him an honorary milk. You know, Mr. Um, Creeves, when he was around, uh, Mr. Yeah. Baylor. You know what I mean? All these teachers and house parents, and yes, they were, I would consider them honorary milks. I didn't want to take anything away from the word milk. I was just trying to give a little definition of what I mean when I say milk and what we mean when we say milks in this podcast. Yeah. So, uh, that's all. So, you know, uh, MILTS to me are uh, current and former students of Milton Hershey School. But, yes, there are honorary MILTS who we would consider the faculty, the staff, the teachers, the coaches, um, you know, the bus drivers and all that. 
And, and, and another point that I just wanted to make real quick is even though the content of this podcast is primarily about Milton and Milton Hershey School, and, and that's going to be our core, we welcome everybody. Um, I've been contacted by people in, in the education field, uh, former military personnel, people who went to private school, not just boarding school themselves, and said, you know, how the how the um, how relatable the stories are. So even though we're talking about our our, our experiences at Milton Hershey School, you could have went to Valley Forge Military School, or maybe right. you were you Scotland. know Scotland, and and those are just some of the ones yeah. that are here. I have a friend that's German. Boarding school in uh, in London, and he he totally feels like he went to the building just because some of these stories are so relatable. Wow. So, you know, I think uh, the further we get into this and the more stories we get, um, I think people will realize that it's not just about Milton Hershey School, but it's more about these experiences um, that you have with these people that that create long lifelong friendships. And, you know, we become family. Right. Yeah, I agree. I I think that, like you said, once these stories get out there, I think all walks of life are going to find some familiarity right. with with our, any story that we have because we cover so much, such a broad spectrum of that. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So Warner, you were talking about, um, you know, the different divisions we have, and we were, you know, just to also clarify for people. Um, when we talked about the different buildings of school. So Senior Hall was obviously for 9th through 12th grade. Catherine Hall was for 5th grade through 8th grade. And Junior Division was, what was it called? I can't remember the name of Junior Division. Memorial Hall. Memorial Hall. So that was kindergarten through 4th grade. And then we all had... Founders Hall, which is like the mecca for everybody, is where we would, you know, every Sunday, we everybody would go there for church service or worship service, whatever you want to call it. Um, but that was like the mecca of where the heart of everything was, was yep. Founders Hall. Yep. I know when one of the things people, that I've been... I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. When you hear people talk about the different halls and what it was, now I know now Captain Hall and senior hall are different now but back in the day that's how it was and so when you right. hear people talk about it that's what they're referring to and yeah. real quick founders hall is, is for those that don't know if you look at our logo um it's the building we have on our logo that's founders hall and we wanted to use that building um because that is like uh just said is the mecca that is home where base. That's, yeah, like the home first base. Thing you, that's like the first thing you remember like you see home base yeah yeah. And then when it's lit up, that's like a sight to behold to this day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My so, man Mike Cordano once referred to it as the mothership. The mothership. I mean, um, you know, a long time uh, now to see that, you're like, Founders Hall. I'm home. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah, home. yeah, for sure. I know one of the things that I've been seeing on um, Facebook more specifically is somebody put up. Uh, <laughs> they were talking about how we're home and everybody has to be back at their crib and uh, that they're built for it because they went, they had 30 and 30. 
Can y'all tell the people what 30 and 30 was? <laughs> Go ahead, I I never got Listen, 30. I mean, I will, but I never really personally, you know, I don't want to say I ever got 30 and 30. I got like 29 and 29. Yeah. What is 30 and 30? <laughs> no, 29 and 29. Shut up. I know that was a joke. But anyway, so 30 and 30, and 30 was 30 days restriction, 30 hours work. And of those 30 hours, generally during them 30 days, you were doing dishes for the entire student home. Sunday dishes. Uh, and on the weekend, you had them all daggone day. Morning, mm-hmm. noon, and night, you would have dishes. So it really didn't pay to get on 30 and 30 on the weekend. No, you would bang out a bunch of your hours on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> get like 16 yeah. hours done on Saturday alone. <laughs> I, I think the worst I ever did was five and five. And, and I always mention the dishes, but depending on what student home you were in, you might be cutting grass with with a hand mower. You might be painting uh, buildings. You might be out there wrestling with calves at five o'clock in the morning. They had you doing all kinds of chores. It wasn't just digging out bushes. In Willowwood, in Willowwood, which is where I wound up at after Glee Club, because of how how deep our dairy man was, and we'll talk about that in a minute. You could wind up thinking you were on thirty and thirty just because of the stuff they had you doing, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't even be in, you wouldn't be in trouble at all. So it's just one of them things because I know I painted this fence and I'm not a good painter, and that yeah. paint that that fence went. I thought that, I thought that that fence would never end. Yeah, <laughs> and I was in trouble. I was like, man. But the one thing you didn't want to do is get have to mow that grass at Willowwood because we had a pond down there. It was crazy. It was a lot of it was a lot of grass to mow, and there's mm-hmm. certain people who go name nameless Herb Garinger. who I think mowed that uh he mowed that grass like at least. Once a week, man. So you could always count on Herb to get in trouble, so you, you didn't have to worry about mowing the grass. That was Herb's job. Uh-huh. He's somewhere right now mowing grass. Uh, he, he might be. <laughs> <laughs> what up, Herb? Check in. Herb, what up? Check so, in. Fact, I'm going to take it a step further. What quarantine chores have you been doing since you've been on lockdown? Uh, or, or more importantly, oh, check man. in with us and let us know what the most hated chore you had at the milk was. Jump, jump on our Facebook, uh, Milk Talk Podcast. Let us know what your most hated chore that you had to do up at the milk. I'm going to tell you my hated chore, and it probably don't sound like much, but I hated shining the floor in the intermediate division. I never understood what in the world I was shining with them cut-up pieces of rug. <laughs> it never made sense to me, but so I'm sure somebody else got something they want to talk about. So we used to do. We used to. Uh, we used to think we were slick. We're like, let's shine it real good. We used to spray pledge on the floor and start yeah. slipping inside. And all mm-hmm. the floor. Yep. Yeah, that that didn't work out very well. I have to. Nah, say. Really, somebody got it. Somebody wound up with a hickey. Yeah. <laughs> the first definition of a hickey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the original, the original definition. Warner, what was your least favorite chore? Calf pens all day, every day. Calf pens, that's where you went in the back. Um, the calf pens were uh, uh, kind of separate from the barn. Uh, well, they were attached to the barn, but they were separated from the main barn area. And that's where they would deliver the calves. Now, calves, you think cows shit all over. <laughs> you can imagine what a calf did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the calf pens, there was shit all over the walls. There was shit all over the floors. And you would have to go, and you would ask them, like Jack was saying, you would literally have to wrestle these calves just to get them to another calf pen so you could clean out their calf pen so they could go and shit in it again. I hate a calf pen. <laughs> what was going on in your boy's student home barn? <laughs> 
because on yeah. the girl barns, the calves were so nice. They, uh-uh. We would, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> no, no. Oh, we get to feed the calves. Let's go. Come on. Well, people out there, when you hear some of this, when we finally drop some of these podcasts, I know um, Philippa was talking about her barn. And That's a show barn. That don't count. That was a show barn, and that does not count. And that was the point I was about to make. Um, you know, when you was in a real barn, it was it was serious. Like I, we drove by a, a barn before all this craziness happened, and um, my girl looked at me. She was like, "I wonder what they put in those silos." I said, "Silage." She's like, I never thought that that, she's like, I guess that makes sense. I was like, yeah, I was dead ass right. serious. Like, these ain't games out here with the bar. Right. <laughs> ain't nobody playing out here. Ain't nobody playing. Yeah. Look, I got the, I shit, shit is real. Yeah, shit is real. I'm going to put a half yeah. a scoop of the light grain on there. Then I got to put a full scoop of the dark grain on top of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Then, I, then I'm going to sweep up behind the joint, hitting with some stone dust real nice, make it look <laughs> real fresh. Look. Yeah. Let me let me tell you something. I, I was watching something, and I was with some, some, some friends. And they're like, yeah, we're going to throw straw around. So stuff. I said, that ain't no straw. That's, that's hay. That's mm-hmm. Timothy Hay. <laughs> Timothy Hay. They was looking at me like, what in the world do you know about Timothy Hay and straw? How do you know the difference? I said, well, if you stacked as much hay and straw as I did over the summer, you know, you'll get to know the difference. difference. <laughs> yeah, the straw was lighter. <laughs> Timothy yeah, Hay is lighter. Yeah. Alfalfa is heavy. You know what? Alfalfa is heavy, especially if it was wet when they when they uh, oh, yeah. it up. Yeah. yeah, that's a whole other level right there. I, I, I know me and the goey talked about this before being around people. And again, when you bring up that you worked in a, in a on a dairy barn, they look at you like you crazy because they think you messing with them. Like, and you sitting there with this straight face, like, do you know what mastitis is? Yeah, colostrum. Colostrum. <laughs> and that's the goey. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and that's usually when the conversation ends because they like yeah. he's on something else. He's on another <laughs> thing. I'm gonna go ahead and leave now because he obviously did work in a barn. <laughs> I wasn't that interested, but I, I wasn't just really that interested. <laughs> exactly. Thanks for the info. I'm out. I'll never drink milk again. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. All right, so how about this? Let's let's talk about junior division real quick. And then we can move up to intermediate division and then senior division, just to give some terms and some aspect of uh, the school itself. So, like so, Jess said, you said you said Memorial Hall. What else in um, junior division? I I wasn't in junior division, so I don't really know. I, a whole I don't know. Only thing I know about junior division is handbells. Yeah, and I gotta say, me too. I didn't come into the school until fifth grade. So, warning, okay. you are our our expert on junior division. Only there thing I'll go. say is. When I got there, all I heard about was these Petermans and Weinbergs. Yeah. And people kicking each other in the shins with them. And uh, yeah. playing yeah. kickball. That's about Yeah, it. so back in the day, back back when, uh, you know, back in junior division, now first they did have student homes where they had boys and girls because this was kindergarten through fourth grade. I came into school in fourth grade, so I came in December of fourth grade, so the beginning of the school year. Um, but yeah, the Petermans and the Weinbergs, what Betty's talking about, are shoes. We actually wore shoes everywhere. There was no sneakers in junior division. Oh, so if you're playing kickball, if you're playing kickball, you're playing them in Petermans or Weinbergs, like hard-ass shoes, like not even penny loafers, like with no give. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, 
that's what he's talking about. There was no sneakers back in. I don't remember. I, I mean, you wore shoes to school. You wore shoes to church. You had regular house shoes, which are more like vans now. But I don't know that we had. I don't think we even had place place sneakers. I think we used um, shoes for everything back then, which is crazy. I know when we started this project because I didn't know a lot about junior division and, and Warner was like our resident expert, you know, we would reach out to a bunch of people. And some of the people that I talked to was uh, Ryan Maher, Amal uh -huh. Pitts, Sean Schofield, you know, uh, some people that I knew that were there, what we call lifers, <laughs> cats that have been there for forever in a day. And, um, you know, if, if you're out there and you, you were in the milk in junior division, Jim Hopper is another one wasn't in our mm -hmm. era, but a little bit younger than us. But, uh, if, if you were in junior division, this, this is what we want to hear from you. We want to hear what student home were you in? Who were you in there with? What kind of clothes were you wearing? You know what I mean? <laughs> Who was your favorite teacher? Who was the principal at the time? Tell us all That's that. A good stuff. question. That's a real good question. I don't remember who that. Um, I was just uh, talking to Keith Britton yesterday, and I can't remember who the um, senior division um, principal was. Mr. Hopple. Hopple. I think so. I think it was Mr. Hopple. Was that Mr. Storm? I thought it was Mr. Storm. That's who I said. I don't think it was Mr. Storm, brother. Okay, I could be wrong. That was the only name the that I could come to. <laughs> I feel like it was Mr. Hopple. Mr. Hopple like does sound much, just so like I'm pretty it. sure it was it Mr. Does. Hopple. Okay. I don't know. Jack Storm. Right, before we... Okay. Okay. Let's let's go to the intermediate. No, no more about Junior Division. I don't think anybody knows anymore about Junior Division. But though, we do want to hear from everybody else that knows Junior Division. The Ryan Myers, the Randy Whitney's, the Mike Abels. So tell us about that, yeah. man, because we kind of forget. You know? Christian Mills checked in from California. He's I sent him the, the link, and Chris said, I got a lot to say. <laughs> I said, we'll get to you, brother. We'll get to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not the only one that's got a lot to say. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. All right, so, so intermediate division. Now, we did, like you said, we talked to Mr. Whitman. We we, we told him our story, uh, stories of how, you know, we saw intermediate division. Does somebody want to go ahead and take the reins and explain intermediate division a little bit? Yes. I look. Intermediate division, in my opinion, was the hardest division. Um, and I don't think it was just that that was the division that I first went into the school at. I was in, like, half sixth and fifth grade when I got there. I just felt like there were so many rules. Like, I mean, our house parents were super strict, super strict. So I, I think maybe a lot had to depend on your house parents. But I feel like there's a lot of good stories out there about intermediate division, like some craziness stories about intermediate division. And the rules, like, I know the street home was, it was, Maltavia, but we used to call it Maltavia because they were yeah, running all the time. I mean, they would just be running all the time. Yep. Well, I, what I remember, uh, to me, yes, it was strict. Now, we had pretty good house parents in um, um, uh, intermediate division. We had the Grams, who were cool, and we had the Schwartzes, who were real, real cool. Um but what I remember more so than the rules was how much fun we had. Like, we had all the cluster sports we had. You know what I mean? There was the cluster baseball. There was the cluster yeah. basketball. There was, um, you know, you were playing ping pong. Softball marathon. Softball marathon. Barnyard Olympics. Olympics. 
all that type stuff. And that's what I remember about yeah. um, and the media division. We used to go out at recess when we had recess and play king ball. You know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. what I remember about an immediate division. I mean, we walked everywhere. <laughs> I don't even know why oh we had bands, but um, <laughs> I do, to me, an immediate division was the most fun that we could have at the mill, to me, because of all those uh, activities that we did. I, I got to say, for me, it's it's both. It was definitely, yeah. I had a lot of great memories, you know, hearing you talk about that stuff, the box hockeys, the, the, the punt pass, punt, the cluster camps. Yeah, you know, the ping pong joint, all, all that stuff was so much fun. And I definitely remember having a lot of fun, but I also r- remember running a lot of laps. You know, I, I, <laughs> why I why did you run laps? With Mr. May, who didn't play no games. And, you know, and you'll hear some of this stuff in, in the other episodes when we talk. But, like, I know, thinking back on your other question about what was my hate, most hated chore, those bathrooms were big as hell. And I remember getting in trouble and having to clean the grout. Oh. In between the tile and then big ass bathrooms with a toothbrush and oh. a little bit of <laughs> and a little bit of bleach. And I just remember like, word, this is my life now. This is <laughs> I'm gonna be forty Exactly. So I, but I try and, you know, up half full. So you try and look back on stuff with 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 fond memories. So I you know, I think of uh you know, part of this project, when I first I tried to write a book, and one of the things that I really remember, like you was talking about, was like softball marathon and barnyard Olympics. And when everybody would come with their student oh. homes over the hills or wherever, with their <laughs> same colored shirts, it was like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't even like, know how to like in slow motion, you know, you rolling up with your best friend from from your, your student home with the fresh, you know, what I mean, yellow T-shirt or whatever. Like, yeah, we about to bust somebody's ass out here <laughs> in softball. You got them on box hockey? Cool. I'm going to get them on ping pong. You, you know, and, and those memories are the ones that I remember the most, you know, yeah. uh, fondly, at least. Even uh, yeah. being at rest and they would have, like, yep. like the pie-eating contest or, like, mm-hmm. The fastest bubble, who could blow the fastest bubble with that frozen bazooka gum they would give you, like breaking your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> it's fresh uh, out the freezer, put it in your mouth. Go. The watermelon <laughs> races, all that shit. Yeah. Watermelon, watermelon scramble. Yeah, oh, man, that, that was crazy. That was craziness. So uh, anybody listening, the watermelon scrambles where they pop uh, <laughs> they line up like six or seven students from each student home to each side of the uh, pool. They drop a freaking watermelon in the middle. <laughs> they just scramble to try to get your team to push you to the other side's team. And so it was just a mess, man. People were oh. getting in there drowning. <laughs> <laughs> Barely holding on to life. But they got that watermelon to the other side, though. So, but it was fun. That was one of the big uh, attractions of uh, Barnyard Olympic. I think that was the last thing that you did. Yeah, I think the watermelon was, was, was the last fight. event. Yeah, yeah, and the chicken fight. The big event. Yeah, the big event. Everybody was in that hot, hot pool area on a hot day. Yeah, I know. I had uh, a a young man. I don't remember his name. He just hit me on Instagram, checking in with the Mill Talk Podcast Instagram, and he was asking me. He saw the picture of Sean Rector and Kristen Simpson and Kirk. Go, what was Kirk's last Kirk name? Kirk Lewis. Kirk Lewis. Kirk, Kirk Lewis. Azar Lewis. 
There you go. The three yeah. of them with Michael yeah. Jordan. And and the kid said to me, he said, Yo, what what year is that from? And I said, I think it's from eighty six to track and yes, field. It is. It's like eighty six we had the AAU championships at, at our track. Yeah. And, and Michael Jordan yeah. still got hair. He was like, What what year is that? I was like, I think yeah. it's eighty six. But that's the kind of stuff that picture to me, you know, I know Warner's got a lot of pictures that we're gonna be sharing with y'all. Um and that's the other thing. Feel free to send in your pics. You guys yeah. got stuff out there from whatever class, class of thirty five or class of two thousand and fifteen. <laughs> right. Send it in. Let us let us know where you were at, what you were doing, who you were doing it with. This this podcast is about sharing your stories. And I know a lot of y'all have been reaching out to Jessica so far about when can you get interviewed? Well, you know, I think uh, we're going to we're going to ask Jess, you want to take this one? Sure. So sure. when you want to um, if you are interested in being interviewed for the podcast, if you go to on the um, Facebook page, I believe it's um, Milk Talk Milk Podcast at gmail.com, you can go to that link. If you want to send in, um, you know, a brief story, like 250 words or less of, you know, why you think we should interview you, why your why your story is important, why, you know, why well, you want to be there. I, I feel like yeah. everyone... Send us your resume. And... <laughs> What's that? Nothing. Don't mind me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, definitely, if, you know, if that's right. what you're interested in, reach out to us and we'll, um, you know, it's going to be... Don't think it might ha- not happen right away. You know, we have exactly. a lot to go through. Yeah. So just be patient with us. This is new to us. We're we'll call you back in four hours. Learning curve yeah. here a little bit. So and it's a process. You got to realize too that it is a process. There's a the lot four, of the four-hour process. Moving we'll call you like that. There we go. <laughs> no, there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of schedules that have to line up. Um, and there's non-milts that are helping out with this. You know, shout out to Justin at East. Coast podcast, Eastside uh, dude, like for real. Eastside, I'm sorry, Eastside podcast. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'll flub that up. Eastside podcast, Eastside oh, man. Justin's been there from the jump, from the jump so, straight up from the video. Um, and him and and Dwayne and Melody, like we got a lot of uh, we got a lot of people that are involved. So for an episode to happen, like I said, a lot of the stars have to align up. So just be patient with us. Right. Right. Did we, did we, did it, did we give the shout out to Hershey Settlement? And well, the, uh, Hershey, 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 Settlement. Settlement. Hershey Settlement is our only yeah, our lone, uh, right sponsor now. right now, Bob Gert. Shout out to Bobby G. Yep, He's, he was kind enough to uh, demand that we took his check. Yeah. Um, I didn't mind we, taking it, though, let you know. Yeah, and, and that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> but it, it kind of segues into another point that we talk about is we – with us bringing this to you, and I'm going to let it go. We talk about this in a minute because he's so passionate about it. We've obviously been doing our best to call in favors. Justin has done a ton of work for damn near free Dwayne melody, our attorney. Um, a lot of people have donated pretty much their time and, uh, to help us get to where we're at. We have about, I don't know, eight to 10 episodes or so done that we look forward to sharing with you. Um, but we want to do more. Um, as you can see, there's a ton of stories that need to be told, and and we want you to hear them, and we're going to need your support. Um, Agoy, can you tell them a little bit about the support we need? Well, we need money. I just want to say that right there. Money. <laughs> um, and, and I'm not talking about money so that we can go buy a pack of gum 
I'm talking about money to support what we're doing. And, and I'm not, I'm not being funny at this point. I'm trying to be straight up. Like for instance, if we had to get four people to Hershey in a like it was a short time frame. and Hershey's not that far away, but we got to get our equipment. We got to get people there that are helping us do this. And you know, it, it costs. And then just to get the equipment that we need. Cause initially we were, it started with a concept and from the concept we went from, you know, from the idea to a concept to who's going to be on, how we're going to do it. And once we started doing certain things, then we needed a venue. Well, you know, we couldn't just go in somebody's basement. We had to find a place. And then the places have changed. So we've had different venues. We're doing different things, of which a lot of these things happen to be on favors from, from Jack Boogie, who just knows everybody in Philly or wherever. So we've been fortunate enough to be connected that way. However, it, it costs for us to do these things. And so... For you, if you can help us, like for instance, again, I heard a, a, a attorney, Jackie was talking about attorney. We got attorneys that help us do certain things, facilitate our actual um, website. So everything has a cost; it's not free. We need your help. We need some money. Um, anything you can donate is is what we need. And if we go to Indiegogo, and Jackie I want you to talk about that Indiegogo thing, yeah, because I'm not that well versed on it. I know it's Indiegogo. I know that's where you can help us and support us on Indiegogo. So, Jack, why don't you talk about that, and I'm going to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we love a goal, y'all. He got the best voice ever. Um, listen, so here's the thing about the Indiegogo. It, it's interesting how we got to this episode. This is not what our original plan was. We had a bunch that we were going to be giving to you, but we thought this was the perfect time um, to reach out to you and let you know where we're at. And what we're doing is obviously just this Friday, we announced where we're at with everything. And the next check, the next uh, step um, next week, we're going to be dropping um, a link to our Indiegogo page. Indiegogo is a crowdfunding um, website that you can go to that'll give you a little bit more in depth uh, about where we're at, where we've been, where we're trying to go, all those good things. And so we'll make it really easy for you to, to <clears throat> you know, click the link and support. That being said, Hey, this is a Goyam Bima, class of 1987, graduate of Milton Hershey School, and co-host of the Milt Talk podcast. We have a lot of stories to tell and people to interview upcoming shows but in order to do that we need help from people like you please visit milk talk podcast if you'd like to make a donation and help us continue our mission of sharing the stories of fellow milton hershey students that's milktalkpodcast.com m-i-l-t-t-a-l-k-p-o-d-c-a-s-t.com thank you we do understand these are crazy times and not everybody has extra money. So if you have it, fantastic. We will absolutely take your support and we need it. Um, but we're also going to be trying to push, push forward with this project one way or the other. So, uh, you know, feel free to reach out to us. We're going to have different sponsorship levels and tiers um, for individuals, for businesses and such. And again, you know, uh, when we roll out the next round of this campaign, you'll see exactly where we're at with that. Uh, and then hopefully we'll settle in down the road when we go into the third part of the campaign. And uh, we will just be giving you these stories on a regular basis. If, you know, if you wind up thinking that you're enjoying this and want to support, we'll be able to keep giving you these good stories. Uh, Warner, did I miss anything? No, it sounds good to me, man. That, that sounds real good. That's exactly what we're trying to do. We're just trying to 
keep the keep the fire lit, you know, and fan in the flames of this thing, man. And I think it uh, it definitely has legs, and I see it taking off. But again, we do need support, man. Like we're all tapped out. <laughs> we got this far this far with what we did, um, just from us. But uh, yeah. so you know, if if you got something, help us out. Uh, we're gonna just try to whatever we do is just gonna be quality. So we're not gonna put out any uh, mush. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna be quality. Um, so we want to make like sure that, that so we keep it we we keep it solid. You know what I mean? Because yep. uh, so far we've been pretty pretty professional. Even though we're not professionals at this, we try to give you a very good product. Um, and I believe we've been doing that. And in order to continue to do that and to take it to the next level, as we've all said, then we're gonna need some more support. That's about it. So, I mean, that's enough about beating you over the head with the money and all that. So back to the division, we do. Well, I wanted to see if anybody would tell the people who we've interviewed so far. I don't think a lot of the people know what to expect, and I think some of these names might, you know, okay. surprise people or, or evoke some interest. Okay. Uh, we got Bob Gert, class 85. Bobby G. Brother of uh, the current president of the school, Pete Gert. Shut uh, up, Pete. Uh, Shut we up. have Mr. Don Whitman who's a staple. We talk about yeah. pillars at Milton Hershey. Don Whitman, honorary mill. Uh, we have Philip Ashby, all-around badass. Philly um, Fledge. Uh, class 89. Uh, what doesn't she do? Yeah. Um, we also right. have Sean Rector, class of 89. Right. What doesn't he do? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, he's, he's he's big, doing big things over in L.A., and I don't want to give out all the things that he's done or whatever. I want you guys to uh, listen. Um, who else we got? We got... Uh, Sue? Mike, we got Sue Grippen. Class of, I think she said 83? I think she said class of 83. Something like that. I believe so. And I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, Sue, forgive me, but she's from um, It's a Milk thing. What's up, Sue? We got her, and she's a big supporter of uh, uh, all things milk. Um, we have also Damon Dill, class of 89. What up, Bart? We got his story. That was good. That's my dude right there. Um, who else we got? Oh, we got John Mueller with a heartfelt uh, conversation with him. He was mm-hmm. the first one that we did um, uh, 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 the podcast with, actually, outside of the core four. Yeah. Um, and I think that is Mike, that it. Mike Weller. Oh, no. And Mike Weller. Incomparable Mike Weller. Yeah, I forgot about and I don't know how I forgot about him. We got the same birthday. I say that every time I can. Um And he's been but, on our so minds. We also got him. He's been on our minds and in our hearts for well, he's always been there, but uh, a little bit more now lately that, you know, he's been diagnosed with, you know, uh cancer. Yeah. Um, say, yeah, because he said it. That's the only reason why I'm saying not to, you know, say his business, but he's already been public with it. So we we, we love you, out. Mike. We can't wait to have you back on. Yeah, positive vibes, you know, good mojo, all that good juju, all that stuff. Right, sent your way, Mr. Weller. You know that. Um, and I think that's everybody we got so far. But I mean, we got a ton of people we want to uh, interview with, um, and anybody can share whoever they'd like to interview. Yeah, I think that's... Or that, not interview, that, I'm sorry, have conversations with. We want this to be numbers. a conversation. And that's the whole thing, too. We yeah. don't want to do interviews because if you do interview, people are automatically on edge, thinking that they got to bring something more than what we're really asking. We no just want to sit down and rap to you. That's all we want to do. Which is why we call it no talk. 
Yeah, I want to shout out uh, Gino Craig, who was who was uh, on the on the Facebook page requesting um, to be interviewed, and and uh, Jonas Elliott. So it's, it's a lot of people that I've already seen that are got to have ideas that they want to be on, and we want you on. So it's just a matter of how we're going to facilitate that. So we're working yeah. it out. Going to Milk Talk, what is it, Milk Podcast at Gmail? Yeah. Milk Podcast at gmail.com. Go there, submit a, um, in 250 words or less, submit your story. Let us know. And, and take it with a grain of salt that if we don't get back with you right away, obviously we're going to be inundated with a, a gazillion people who want to share their stories and we want to get everybody's stories at some point. So yeah. just be patient with us and realize that um, the last thing I want to add to what Warner and Goey and Jess were just saying is balance is probably the name of the game of what our intention is in the sense that we're all from about the same era, you know, uh, as right. far as the, the year that we graduated and, time that we spent at the milk but we really want to balance these stories with the folks that came before us and the folks that came after us and Absolutely. along with the students we are looking for you know uh people who were in administration in education that were maybe just you could you know maybe there's somebody that you know that was a janitor there from 37 to 47 these these are going to be all different kinds of stories that we're going to be giving you. We might stray from milks. We might get people from um, other boarding schools. So, you know, just be patient with us and realize that we're trying to give you a balanced um, storyline here with, with different kinds of people to, to share their stories with you. That's a good point. Well, yeah. all, all those cats that may not be uh, uh, savvy, you know, social media savvy or whatever, you know, reach out to those old heads or even the young cats that don't know. Yeah. Reach out to them. Let them know, hey, we got a platform, man. Milk's a, we're trying to do some things, you know, share our story. So this is just a platform to be able to do that and share it with everybody. Yep. Love the platform where we love that okay. platform we're doing. Okay. Uh, now, anybody stories of senior hall? A go. You want to jump in? Yeah, I got, I mean, the, I got so many stories, but I feel like my, oh, oh, oh. my senior my senior hall stories are definitely. Uh, I'm not sure if the statutes and limitations. Are <laughs> up on, on, you know, shout out to Zachary Robinson and Scotty Love. You know, we shared a lot of memories. Uh, well, another senior year hall, later. Catherine you Hall. Want to just huh? Explain what senior what yeah, yeah, was all yeah, about. Yeah. Um, so, so basically, let's talk about senior mm -hmm. hall. So. Senior hall or senior division is when you you actually make that move from intermediate division into like, I guess the the manhood or or womanhood of high school. And so you know you get a chance to move up and you're, you know you you know you you, you go into the big leagues, and it's it's a good time. I mean I I feel like for me, senior division was the best time for me. Intermediate division was the worst as far as I'm concerned. I mean, but that's just me personally. Um, but I didn't get to the school until much later at the end of seventh grade. So, and then you got that, you know, the enemy division thing where you got some tough house parents and really, you know, they have a, they have a job to do and their job is to, you know, I guess break you into Milton Hershey life. So and my, my house parents did their job. They took it seriously. And so, um, inserted foot. Right. But I mean, as funny as today, I value that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's some of the core principles that I base my, my life on now. 
and it's helped me in in my professional life. Um, so as much as I really didn't like it when I when I was initially there, because I feel like if you get an opportunity to listen to Mr. Whitman's interview, which was fantastic, certain things uh, are brought out. Certain things are brought out, and it's like, wow, I never thought about it like that. I had no idea this was what was going on. So yeah. I feel like in hindsight, I realized what those different divisions were there for and why you needed certain people to do certain jobs. And I feel like certain house parents are tough. I need, I couldn't have a nice house parent in me division. I would have never made it. So <laughs> I needed, I needed that. I needed some, some of those things because my mom was tough. So I couldn't right. go to some people that were, who were pushovers and stuff like that. So, Moving forward, though, but uh, senior division, so I started out, we went to, senior division is this amazing thing because, you know, that's, I feel like you're, you're blossoming moment. So you get to really kind of come into whoever you're going to be at mm -hmm. that time. And I feel like that really happens at senior division. So okay. um, you got a chance to, you know, hang out with some of the older guys and guys you've been looking at, admiring over the years. And now they're, you're rubbing elbows with them. You're playing sports with them. If not, you're competing against them, competing with them. And so I just had a great time in senior division. So that's where we were up on the hill, too. And if you made it up to, to senior senior hall, that was like a huge accomplishment because you, you leave Catherine Hall and you're just like, wow, we're going to the that big school on the hill, you know? AV, hey, let me stop you right there. Just yeah. Anybody out there, even if you didn't go to the mill and you've been to Hershey Park, when you, when you pull into Hershey Park and you're going into that parking lot and you look across the street or across the highway, so to speak, you see a really big hill. And at the top of that hill, you see the building that we're talking about at the time when we were there was our high school. So even if you didn't go to the mill, next time you go up to Hershey Park, look up at the top of the hill and, and see that building that he is talking about right now. Yeah. I just wanted it's to not a prison. That. Like, it's not a prison. <laughs> I think it was a prison. Be in line at Hershey Park and be like, "What's that building up there? Is that a prison?" Yeah. You're like, "No, it's my school." It's a, I feel like it's a sight to behold, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So you know, and then so I feel like when, when we got that opportunity to go there, and you, you know, everybody has their memories of Senior Hall and some of the great things. I feel like there's all great things that happened up there at that point. So um, I, that's that's kind of Senior Hall in a nutshell. You know, you. That's where your life your life's journey begins at Senior Hall, as far as I'm concerned. I, I just want to jump in real quick. Yeah. On the Senior Hall thing, I wanted to say, I totally understand what Agoe's saying as far as the intermediate division, the senior division, uh, i.e. middle school to high school. When, when you leave intermediate division and you go up, it's – if you're in the public and it's it's a regular thing, oh, I'm going to go home and then I'm getting ready for ninth grade next year. Uh -huh. That That is compounded by 100 when you are in a boarding school because now you're living with these people. There's no getting away from being labeled whatever you're labeled when you first come up. Um, and I just wanted to, to, to add to that how, how compounded that was at the milk and how different it was when you came, you know, when you were in Hershey, it wasn't just that regular transition to going up to high school. It was a hell of a lot more to it. Um, and then I'd also say that to Goey's point that when we were in intermediate division, you know, they kind of like just look after you and so forth. But when you go up, I felt like they gave you, they loosened the reins a little bit. So now you have a little bit more choice in what, um, 
what vocation you're in. Are you want to go into business, college prep? You want to go into food service and learn how to cook? You want to go into autom- automotive and learn how to, you know, work on cars? Uh, if if you didn't want to do, if you didn't do your homework, that was on you. You were getting in trouble. I know for, for me, I got sure. a little bit too much freedom because I was wilding out by the time I left and made a lot of bad choices because I thought I could beat the system. You can't beat the system. So, you know, I just wanted to add to that point and, and say, you know, I had a bad uh, experience as I got older because I thought I was smarter at the system. And that was a life lesson I learned from the bill. So, well, just to piggyback off of what you said, yes, it is compounded. But why it's compounded is because, again, we're in boarding school. So in a boarding school, you have to have somewhere to go to school as well as somewhere to live. So when mm-hmm. he's talking about going up, we're talking about everybody was in a student home. And what a student home was, it was just, it was kind of like the facts of life, but compounded <laughs> by, right. you know, it was four times as many kids. So it was about 12 to 16 kids in one student home. And then there was house parents that we watched over that home. You could have stayed in that student home the whole time you were in that division, or you could have gone to a different student home. But what Jack was saying with, uh, about moving up, that means your whole division moves up. So from junior division at fourth grade, you move up to intermediate division. So you're going to a whole new student home, which only really interacts with other student homes in that division. And then when you're out of intermediate division, you go off to senior division. So when him, when he was saying going up, that's what going up means. You're going from one whole division from a different uh, a grade uh cluster to another grade cluster to another grade cluster. So that's what he was saying why it's compounded because you don't just go to a different school. You go to a different student home and interact with a whole different division of students and student homes. Yep. 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 Um, And I think that's why we do so well at adapting to many different life situations. (laughs) That you didn't have a choice. It was like here you go. Like you're you're getting you're in a new student home with fifteen other people that you may or may not know that well. So good luck. Yeah. There's two things that the milk taught me how to to really do. And and when I think about the milk, these are two things that I still tell my daughter to the point where she's tired of hearing it. <clears throat> One is adapt. You just said it, Jess. Like whatever is thrown at you. You can either adapt or you can die, theoretically, you know, for lack of a better term. You know, you either you either get in and you make it work or you don't because you're not going anywhere. That this is what it is. And the other thing is, and this is something that hasn't come up yet as much as I thought it would have um, in our interviews, is the sense of humor. If you don't hear that in what we're talking about out there publicly, right. you're missing it. Because we are some silly asses and, and we... I think we hide our pain um, and our, I, I don't know how to carry it. Somebody else can talk after this. We hide our pain and the way that we deal with things through humor. That's our defense mechanism, yeah. I, I feel like, is milk. It's like, you know, it's, it, it's not that you're sick. It's that we're going to laugh about it because that's going to that's gonna at least make it a little bit better. It's, yeah. it's not going to change that's- anything, but we're going to be able to laugh through this. And so if you ever see any of us get together, we might not have seen each other for 30, 40 years. And I'm not exaggerating. We get together. We start busting on each other's moms and, 
you know, I, I've seen colonels hang out with drug dealers that haven't seen each other in 20 years, and it was like they were right back in study hall laughing and just being silly to the point where you can't even breathe. You're laughing so hard and you're crying. And so uh-huh. I just feel like that sense of humor is something that we carry with us um, as a as a weapon or a defense, like a defense mechanism. mechanism. Yeah, and and our adaptability. You know, the fact that we can pretty much be in any kind of situation and adapt. So I just wanted to add that. Yeah, yeah think your swim mentality. It's always that way into milk. So this is your new student home. <laughs> like you gonna sink and yep. get along, or or you gonna swim and get along with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, but like it's not changing for you. <laughs> like yep. this is the milk. <laughs> it's not called the Williams. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you <laughs> you're gonna adapt or you'll be out real quick. Um. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I have to second that adaptability, man, because we you can throw a milk pretty much in any situation. I was uh, talking to, and Jess probably knows this, uh, we're talking to Will Alberts, and he's currently not in the United States because of this COVID-19. He was out in the Dominican Republic um, before this whole shutdown happened, so he wasn't even able to get back into the United States. But yeah. the last thing he said was, I'm a milk, I'm a survivor. Yeah. I know that's right. Yep. yep. Facts. Yeah, that's facts. You know, so it's like no matter what's going on, like you said, the boy got somebody got in touch with somebody saying, uh, or this reminds me of being on thirty and thirty. Adaptability. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You make it work. Merry Whatever Christmas. it is, you know, go ahead, Clayton. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Find something to do. You know, you're not always gonna be in your comfort zone. And that's pretty much what this whole vibe is about. It's about getting outside of your comfort zone with no choice, really, mm-hmm. and adapting. And like you said, man, laughing about your pain is, for me, is the first step to healing. Yep. Because oh, yeah. at least you're you're at least in, in, admitting that you're hurting. And then somebody, one of your best friends, is going to throw it up in your face just so you know. Yeah, and then they're going to laugh <laughs> you when they hurt, too. <laughs> 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 you know? Somebody you can really count friend. on. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Right. tell you about it. And then that just yeah. makes you, that just makes you, uh, like I said, it makes you deal with it. Boog, I'll tell you this real quick, because I don't know if you noticed. So I was back, back in the day, I was, um, I got in a car accident back in 95. My back was all kinds of broke up. And I was all in my feelings about my back, because I'm not the same warning now. You know, my back's broke. I can't do the same shit. So I get out. I get it. I uh, get in. Uh, I think I finally got my brace off. I was wearing it for six months, and the first thing Jack calls me is, "Hey, what's up, Fishback?" <laughs> <laughs> he called me Fishback because my my vertebrae's all fucked up now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was in the car accident, and I hated that muscle. Yo, honestly, Jackson like dick. I was pissed. Yeah, I was like Jack's a dick. But honestly, <laughs> when I think about it, like two days later, I was like, "Yo, that was probably the best thing he could have done for me." Because it made me deal with that shit. Like, I'm over here in my feelings talking about, oh, now my, bro- my back's all broke up. And then here's this motherfucker just calling me out on it, you know? But yeah. I think of that story constantly because it's it's like, get out your comfort zone, dude. That's the only way you're going to grow. Yeah. So yep. just had to share that. I, I had no idea. You know I love you, boy. No, I know. But no, that, that, that's, that, I mean, but that's what we do. You know what I'm saying? There's milks. Like, we're going to throw, yeah, you got a affliction or some shit, yeah. Deal with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're going to laugh about it, and I, I'll hold you in the whole way through it. Know that. Yeah. We're going to laugh about it, but, you know, I got you back. 
Oh, you're gonna laugh. You're gonna laugh regardless. You're gonna laugh even if you don't want to. Yeah, you can either get down and laugh with us, or you go over the corner and cry. You're gonna laugh regardless. But the one thing I say, one thing I say about a milk, and you can find it even today. We got GoFundMe and all those types of things. Milts support other milts. Something's going down. I mean, you, you got cats driving different states to get there. To, Yo, what's up? You need me? Yeah. And I've personally had, you know, personal in, uh, incidents in my life where I was, you know, doing certain things and people just showed up, man, like randomly. Milts just showing up like, yo, everything cool? I'm just going to check in on you. I mean, not not calling me, showing up. Showing and, you know, yeah. milts show up. So don't. Don't call. Don't 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 be faking out because the milk will show up. Right. Yep. <laughs> with with nowhere to stay. So. Yep. <laughs> so. <Yep. laughs> That's the truth. That's the milk. That's the truth. <laughs> so, I'm out front. Truth. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Mm-hmm. So I think we should. Um, you know, I think it, we should start talking about closing it up. Is there anything anybody wanted to talk about that we missed? I mean, nothing we can't talk about again in the next episode. I think this is a good, a good um, entry episode just to, to bust it up, to tell the people where we're at. Yeah, I, I just want to take a minute real quick and just thank Agoe and Warner and Jess for their time, inspiration, and passion on this project. I know they've motivated me to to be part of this and to and to help bring this. As much as we're having fun with this, this is about all of us that that went to the milk and like I said, even if you didn't and you can relate to our stories, you know, these are the times that we need these positive uplifting stories. Um, you know, the coronavirus is going on. These are unprecedented times. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're all just humans. So, you know, we want everybody to stay safe, stay positive. Thank you for your support so far. Please yep. go out and, you know, Purell your it. phone if you have to. Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> Purell, baby. Purell, <laughs> wash your hands. Yeah. Um, look Next for. Think, yep. Next week we're gonna probably be rolling out the second part, and um, please check in on Facebook, Instagram, however you communicate with other milks, and let us know you're alive. Let us know you're liking it. Let us know what you want to yeah. hear about. Uh, and and thank you, guys. You you wanna say anything? Peace and love from me. About the same thing say- here, and 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 more love to Justin at uh, East Side Podcast. Yep. Oh yeah, Absolutely. and don't don't forget the Hershey settlement first big check. Love you, Bobby. Absolutely. And shout out to Dwayne Clemmer, to Clizza for helping us with the website and everything that looks so professional. Um, oh, we, we... also uh, to the I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off to uh, the tiny room for elephants. Absolutely, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. be our first. You'll always be our first. Shout <laughs> out to Tony and Bima. So so many people have been helpful in uh, getting this project out to y'all. You know, we look forward to being able to compensate and, and thank them properly and uh check in and we'll talk to you soon. Shout out yeah. to Oshu and Boomy. What up, Boom? Yeah. What up, Boom? Peace out, Podcast Talk World. Right. We I love put you. the whole government out there. Just want you to know. Tell your mom about us. Tell your mom yeah. about us. Tell your mom about us. Tell yeah. your mom about us. Next week, freestyle. All right. <laughs> All right, cool. Josh, I think you can cut it. Follow us on Instagram at milk underscore podcast or Facebook milk space pod twitter milk underscore podcast and an email milk podcast at gmail.com
We encourage you to follow us on all our social media outlets and chime in and comment, ask questions, help us remember names, places, events. Just give feedback. But most of all, just get engaged. We want to hear from you. Your mom's already there.